Hey guys, if you want updates on our latest episodes, then be sure to subscribe to the Film Colossus podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Also, if you'd like to support the show and hear episodes ad-free, then subscribe to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash filmcolossus. Hello and welcome to the Film Colossus podcast. My name is Travis Bean. I'm Chris Lambert. And uh, this is, what is this, Chris? This is a an unprecedented, never before done thing. I think uh, in the podcasting space, I don't know if two guys have ever had a podcast mm. where they talk about movies, especially two white guys. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what a fresh and daring thing we're doing. I will say this though: you, you're. I think you're joking a little bit, but I I will say that I don't think any podcast has ever featured two white male gentlemen in their mid thirties. One who has a freshly born child who's now eight and a half months old um, and has controversial slash unforgivable takes on movies. And the other one's favorite movies are Fight Club, Groundhog Day, and I don't know, what are some other movies you like? Jurassic Park, Blade Runner. Yeah. So like all those elements combined, like we have to be the only podcast with those down. Yeah. I mean, you have a kid. I have a corgi. <laughs> You want to trade, by the way? I, I thought of asking you if you ever wanted to do a life swap. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like a weekend, switch it up. Yeah. A weekend, a month, like forever. <laughs> no, I, I would never. Yeah. No, you would freak out. You'd be calling me all the time. <laughs> I mean, you could have my kid, but I'm going to make your life hell. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, Travis, you don't <laughs> live here. Go home. And you're like, no, I live here now. I keep trying to feed my corgi like it's a baby, <laughs> setting her up in oh. my. Uh, well, as it's a he, right, Archie? It's a he, Archie. It's a he. Yeah, he, of course. It's a he. Well, I'm going to refer to Archie as a she because I'm going to again imagine that it's my baby child. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Do whatever. We're you off want. to a terrible start. Before we started this show, we were like, we have to stay on point. Yeah, do we want to start again? No, 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 no. This is good. This is a good. We. This is not usually how this is going to go, but this. I feel like this is what this episode's for. You're getting to know us a little bit. Yeah, this is kind of. It's a little bit of ring rust. You know, we are leaving another podcast, starting this podcast, like a fresh chapter for us, uh, turning from music to movies. Yeah, and excited to get into it, but also it's been like some months, so had to dust off the microphones a little bit. And figure out some of the formatting and planning. So there's going to be a little bit of growing pains. But uh, we think that we're going to have some dynamic content for y'all. Uh, you know, multiple episodes on multiple topics. Not necessarily pigeonholed into just like, we watch one movie a week. Right. But we're going to be discussing like... Uh, topical things yeah you know creating lists for each other reacting to things that happen in movies uh viral topics uh in general i think on my part anyway just like putting out opinions that make people mad uh make them want to <laughs> throw things at me make them want to dm me on twitter um and say nasty nasty things to me but that's okay i welcome all of this um i'm excited to this is what i'm excited most about this show is 
I think for years I was kind of like I always hid my opinions about movies because I did feel a little on the outside about the things I believe. But now I kind of like I embrace it. Uh, maybe like that's part of getting old. I mean, I'm, I'm 35. <laughs> I'm not that old. But like the older you get, I feel like the more you're just like, yeah, I like what I like. Like I like showgirls. Uh, I like Flash Gordon. Like all this shit is awesome to me. And if people don't like it, like what do I care? You know, we figured one of the <laughs> one of the introductions uh, that we can do, not just telling you about the show, but a little bit about ourselves is to go through uh, some of our top movies of 2022 in this episode. We're also going to do a second episode that's our least favorite movies so far in 2022. And granted, it is like December. So we've seen like a good chunk of things. But uh, we feel like that'll get, tell you everything you need to know about yeah. which one of us you'll be like, you know what? I prefer what Chris, <laughs> like Chris's taste. Or you'll be like, you know, Travis is a madman and I love him and for I it. That. Yeah. Or you'll be like, these, these two are insufferable fools. These two white males with a movie podcast. I'm telling you, it's, it's we're stepping out on a ledge, <laughs> groundbreaking, fearless, changing the podcast world. Yeah. That's the word I would use. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's I think that's the appropriate the appropriate phrase for it. But yeah, we're excited. Like, uh, you know, there might be an episode talking about the Spider-Verse trailer mm-hmm. or I'm seeing Avatar this week. So <laughs> when we pick topics next week, uh, maybe Avatar like James Cameron related stuff is going to be on sure. there. Like it's uh, we're going to be diving through the past present and future of cinema wow that's the tagline um and if people don't know we have a website filmcolossus.com and i think i'm most excited (laughs) oh yeah we do that for a living um i i'm really excited about this podcast because over on film colossus we do heavily analytical stuff like (laughs) going really deep in the movies and explaining like every facet and, and nuance of them um we have these like really cool movie guides we started doing and they're kind of like spark notes for movies we're going through like the themes the motifs like the key shots like all this cool stuff and like kind of breaking a movie wide open but i'm excited about this show because like you i get to put my analytical hat away and i get to put on my like my crazy suit you know like i i just i'm here to spout my opinions to say what i think and like whether or not like what's objectively going on in a movie like doesn't matter to me anymore like you're just gonna hear what we think and i'm excited about that yeah it's a nice uh it's a nice way to kind of like kick our feet up after the the analytical work and that's the thing our background is in narrative analysis and narrative expertise just specifically in film but we've been doing like movie writing since 2010 2011 and teamed up in 2011 and started under the Film Colossus name in 2013. That's right. So it's been like a a while that we've been running that website and putting out uh, this analytical content. We were doing ending explanations before anybody else was doing ending explanations (laughs) and it became (laughs) all the rage. So now we do movie guides. Yeah. But... Uh, we do have rankings on the website as well. They are a little more of the, the personality and opinion stuff, but the guides from a guide, you might not know that I hate a movie. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I may have absolutely loathed it, but in the guide, it's just like the depth of thought here. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, in, but on this podcast, in the episode where we talk about the worst movies of 2022, you'll hear a movie that I wrote an entire guide for. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, what you, I know what you're Actually, talking about. <laughs> okay. I, I wrote an entire movie guide for one, and another movie that's going to be on that list. I wrote a big long analysis for. So. It's funny how that works. Yeah, but I, I actually really, I like doing that. As someone um, posted on Twitter asking, like, why do you keep writing about this movie that you hate? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I thought about it. I was like, that it, for a second, I was like, that is kind of depressing. And then I thought about it. And my response was simply like, I find it cathartic. And, <laughs> and I put a little smiley face. Like, I, I didn't mean it to be like coy or jesting or anything. Like, I actually kind of meant it. I, I I found some sort of catharsis, like spending a lot of time with this movie. I really, really don't like, like for personal reasons, but forcing myself to kind of like look at what it's doing and appreciate the filmmaking process. Like I thought that was cool. So I don't mind writing about movies. I hate. <laughs> yeah. I felt that way a couple times. Like neither of us, this is going to be surprising. It may be a deal breaker for some people that are like, I'm kind of, interested in what these guys are saying <laughs> neither of us really are big fans of everything everywhere all at once oh god and yeah that's one that i like watched ranked was kind of harsh to and then i wrote our like essential explanation on it and it did give me like a, a softer sure. spot for that movie than i had previously or something like troll which was new to netflix which is like first watch i was like all right kind of by the numbers monster movie with some like some effort put into it but like we can just write this off if you've seen one you've seen them all but then doing some of the movie guide for it i was like no there's actually like yeah pretty like interesting and thoughtful statements being made i may not think that it's necessarily like executed really well or right as entertaining as some people, but I actually really am now fascinated with what that movie was trying to say. Yeah. I, I totally get that. That's a cool thing to do. Um, but uh, none of that's going on here. We are here to just say what we think and not give a shit about what anyone thinks about it. <laughs> you really are cutting loose. <laughs> and for the record, cause I know I feel like I'm already going to get chased after for, being associated with the idea of not liking everything everywhere all at once. But I also kind of have a soft spot for that movie. I just don't really like the execution of it. And I don't appreciate like the style of it as much as other people. So I'm not hating on that movie. Don't come after me. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're cool. We're cool. Yeah. Come on. Just like us, you know, <laughs> like, like these two white males with the movie podcast. Uh, so, Ranking? Should we just like talk a little bit about our favorite movies of 2022 so far, and you know, let you all kind of get to know us a little bit that way? Yeah, but um, I don't want to take too long doing this. Is there some way we can keep it short? Oh, you mean start the timer? Start the timer. All right, wait, we got to right, pick a time though. Yeah, how much are we giving ourselves for this? Uh, for the record, for anybody minutes? who doesn't know what's 15? going on, because we have not introduced anything. We're going to give ourselves a timer for each of these episodes so we don't talk for too long because we kind of have a tendency to do that, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, they uh, they can go places. So <laughs> yeah, starting the timer, having some focus to the conversation, 
And there will be some moments where if we have extra time, there's going to be some bonuses, uh, which will be fun. And if we run out of time, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what are we thinking for this episode? 20 minutes? Is this 20? Is this a 20 minute? Uh, I think to give a little bit more room to like talk about the movies and since this is kind of an introductory episode and people are learning about it, it's like, I think it would be good to like give us some space to talk about these movies and get an idea of our, our taste. Okay. So 20 minutes starting the timer. All right. It's going. Um, I guess we'll just start going down like top to bottom. We don't have to do the top 10 or anything, but just like we'll go through each, we'll just go through movie by movie. I thought it was going to be like 10 to one. All right. You want to do, all right, let's do this then. Okay, 10 to 1. Do you want to start? Yeah, God, I'm looking at my list now, and I already want to make a change. Because there's <laughs> one movie I really want to include. Okay, I'm going to do it. Uh, right. My number 10 is change. going to be VHS 99. Whoa. Um, the VHS series. Do you know this, Chris? Uh, I'm somewhat familiar with the series just from, like, you talking about yeah. it. And seeing other people, like, talk about it, like, horror fans. Yeah, it's just, like, a bunch of sh- horror shorts from big directors. Well, it used to be big directors. It used to be, like, Ty West and stuff like that. But now it's, like, they're complete nobodies. I had never heard of any of them. And the budget's a lot lower. But um, it, And they tend to be movies people really hate. Because <laughs> there's always these kinds of movies, like, if one of the segments is a clunker, you're just, like, pissed that you were forced to watch it. Um, oh, but I kind of enjoyed all of it. It was really, really crazy. Like, maybe not all of them are quality, but, like, they were all so, like, chaotic and random that, like, it kept my attention and I had so much fun with it. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Is It's the third one? The fourth one? God, I feel like it's, like, the sixth or seventh one at this point. <laughs> oh, oh. There's been, there's been a number. Okay. I've only seen the first one and this one. Why is it? It was VHS 99? Yeah. So it, they all take place in the year 1999 because I don't know if you've noticed, Chris, there's a 90s infatuation going on right now. I guess so. Is this what it was like? I remember when we were like kids that people talked about like the 80s infatuation. Yeah, right. Are we now like old I, enough to? Uh, there's just constant waves of that stuff. Like remember like when you were in grade school and girls wore like bell bottoms, like 70s came back. It, it's just always like, it's, yeah cyclical like that yeah weekend keeps making 80s synth albums exactly yeah um i okay so i i want to preface this by saying that i still haven't seen tar banshees of isherin oh my god there's so many movies i haven't seen yeah so i like i've seen 51 movies in 2022 so far and that's mostly since we started doing these rankings in like july when we turned our attention back so there's still some things i'm catching up with so keep that in mind when I tell you my number 10 is currently Elvis. <laughs> I don't think it'll be there by the end of the year, but uh, Elvis did surprise me. I did not like the first like few minutes of it. It was just a little too chaotic, a little too uh, Baz Luhrmann being like Baz Luhrmann to the max. Yeah. Um, and Tom Hanks, I can't stand the accent that he chose for the movie, but I was very enamored by Austin Butler's performance and essentially like any music scene in the movie I thought was so well done and like entertaining 
transcendence probably too strong of a word but it was just a very like enthralling uh visual and uh audio experience yeah. for me man i st um, i'm so excited to see it i, I feel like any boz lerman experience is is awesome like even his movies that aren't that good like you still saw something pretty wild he did it do australia yeah did he? he did he did okay i mean that's I a movie that i didn't like but like yeah. again like he has vision you know he's got vision he's got grace Boslerman. I'm excited to watch Elvis. I don't see anything wrong with having that in your top 10. Actually, I'll, I'll piggyback off this. I haven't seen a lot of the big movies that, have, that are going to come out and have come out this year, uh, but I tend to Get not like all those movies anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so my top 10 probably isn't that far from what it would be anyway. Um, That's very true. Yeah. So you know when you're trying to think of a song but just can't quite remember the name? Well, using weed in your teens can make you forget things you want to remember. Want proof? Check out the facts at mindovermarijuana.com. That's mindovermarijuana.com. Sponsored by the California Department of Public Health. <laughs> so, number nine for me, again, like, I feel like in most years this would be in my top ten, Orphan First Kill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, um, this movie is, like, hitting all of the spots I want for, like, a really campy fun horror movie like it's completely self-aware like the accents are ridiculous um the acting is like sometimes stone-faced but uh, like other times like overacting and it, the the violence is like sometimes hyper violent and like people do ridiculous things that no human being could ever do like i just like a movie that kind of indulges in what it is and and doesn't shy away from being a little bit too out there. And to me, like Orphan First Kill is that. Like it's it's just complete fun from beginning to end, the kind of movie they would cover on how did this get made, you know? Yeah. That is very fun for you. Oh, where yeah. I feel like I would be banging my head against the wall. <laughs> nah, you'd love it. <laughs> what would I that, uh yeah, but I've never seen the first orphan. Uh no, nah, I haven't either. I don't think it's important. Wow. I thought you would have like been excited to see Orphan First Kill because you would have been a fan of Orphan. It is the same director. Actually, that's one thing I love about Orphan First Kill is that um, <laughs> it's a great title, by the way. You say it and people laugh. So that's how you know you got a good one. Um, it's the same girl that's in the first movie, but she's grown up. But she's playing a little girl. Like she's pretending to be a little girl. Like they're having fun with it, you know? Like it's ridiculous yeah. that the same girl is coming back to star in this role where she's a little girl. So they kind of like they make fun of it. They're like, ah, just pretend that she's a little girl. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Well then Orphan First Kill. <laughs> <laughs> I have at number nine Bones and All. Oh. Okay. Um, which I I liked a lot of it reminded me of um, like a Cormac McCarthy book, sure. which like the movies that are based on Cormac McCarthy, uh, No Country for Old Men, The Road, uh, The Road, All the Pretty Horses, which I don't think I've ever seen no. the movie version. I'll never watch that movie. But uh, <laughs> he usually is very like meandering, like characters traveling places and be, like having these little mini encounters. It's a lot of vignettes. And Bones and All is very much that. Um, 
like these two kids like running off they have a cannibalism issue <laughs> kind of like vampires uh, but not vampires coming of age stuff yeah and it does work as a coming of age movie but has like heavier vibes and feels like more literary i had issues with the end i think it like if it would have stuck the landing a little stronger it could have been like up a few more places but the overall presentation reminded me a lot of uh, Winter's Bone, mm. a movie that made Jennifer Lawrence uh, a star. It sure so. did. Yeah, that was my number nine. Nice. Um, I, Twelve minutes left. I'm interested to see. <laughs> I like the updates. We're, we're not going to do yeah. this in 20 minutes. Um, my number eight is RRR. Ooh, uh, yeah. A movie I thoroughly enjoyed. I did not expect to like it because everyone, everyone in the world liked it. <laughs> and to me, that is like usually a given sign that I will hate it, uh, as was the case of Everything Everywhere All at Once, Parasite. What yeah. other movies can I name that'll get people mad at me? Um, but RRR, I, I thought was awesome. I don't really know anything about Bollywood. I never really watched those movies. I've seen a lot of classic Indian movies. Um. But I, I, I'm not. I have not kept up to date. But this one, it 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 was awesome. I won't go as far to say like it blew me away. Although it kind of did blow me away. <laughs> like I had never <laughs> seen a movie like this. Like it's just so impassioned and um, committed to its style. I think one thing I really loved about it is like there's just so many like action movies now. Some I'll talk about in the worst movies of 2022. Um, <laughs> That like everybody is like sullen and like grumpy and mean and sour faced and like everything's dark and terrible. And I kinda like that our our like it's so lively. Like the heroes, like yeah. you can root for them, their heads are held high, like they always keep fighting even when it doesn't feel like they can go any further. Like it's just a movie filled with good energy all around that I, I had a blast with. Yeah, it's they're movies that when it reached the nader or I know yeah. the nader's coming, I if I feel like I don't want this to happen because I'm enjoying the character so much and the energy, that's how I know a movie's really like working for me sure. in a positive way. And that was one where I was like, Don't want to reach the nader, don't want to reach the nader, <laughs> just keep being happy and awesome. But then it's like still um, awesome even when it does. Yeah, like they, they handled it well. Um, number eight for me, a uh, completely different tone and energy is Mad God, uh, mm. Phil Tippett's like stop motion masterpiece. And that movie was such a roller coaster in terms of experience where I feel like I went and saw it in the theater at like 11 o'clock at night. Ooh. And I feel like everybody in the theater bonded over not knowing <laughs> what the hell was happening. <laughs> And just being completely like flabbergasted by how jarring and the movie's like beautiful in how horrendously ugly it is. Um, it was just a very unique experience that I've never gotten from really another film. And it's based on like a whole bunch of mythology, but. I don't know if it has like a coherent statement that's being made, but that's what kind of lends it this like sense of depth. Like you're just, can I figure this out? Is there more going on? It feels like thematically larger than maybe actually being yeah. coherence, but it was a, 
it's really cool. Yeah, it's definitely a unique movie. I I definitely enjoyed it and like even found it strangely moving sometimes. Um despite like not I always know what's going on. Like that to me is like a that's a very unique aspect of that movie I'm not used to. Um not my favorite movie though. I, I the only problem my only problem with that movie is like I think my mind just like wandered sometimes. And like I wasn't fully enveloped by it, like even though it was cool and different, but I don't know. It was just one like I thought would grab me a little bit more. How dare you? <laughs> Are we allowed to hate on the other person's movie choices? Never. <laughs> Eight minutes. <laughs> I feel like this might be a two-part episode. Uh, number seven Never for eight. me is Ambulance. Uh, that'll be no <laughs> shock to anybody in this world who knows me. I'm a huge Michael Bay fan. Ambulance is yeah. awesome. It is a typical Michael Bay movie. It is completely chaotic. It's all over the place. And the thing I love about Michael Bay is he finds order in that chaos. Like, and then like takes that order and makes it more chaotic. And then within that finds <laughs> more order. Like it's, I just love how he like builds characters within the chaos and like gives them these stories that like constantly have change and flux and go places and, he challenges you to like love someone that like you should hate. You have empathy for people you thought you never would. Um, and more than anything, just like the way the movie's filmed, this is just such a, God, I hate when film critics use this term, but I guess I'll do it. It's a, it's a tour de force. Like, oh, it's a, <laughs> like, it's, it's so imaginative and so wild. The way the camera's moving around you, you really become part of this experience of like what it would be like to be in a city where a car car chase is happening, where a bank robbery has happened and like you're following along. Michael Bay kind of takes you into that and makes you part of the city as like people watch it going by. Like, I don't know how to describe it because this is an audio medium, but like it's very visually exciting and impressively done. Um, so I, it's just honestly one of the most impressive movies I've seen in quite some time. I feel like I will watch this movie one day and then we'll have a throwdown slobber knocker. <laughs> yeah. About it. I, I think yeah, the only but, thing that holds me back is like I'm not wild about Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Like that was the only element that was kind of holding me back and like he's the one you kind of need. He's like pulling the movie along and sometimes I had a really hard time like I just hated him so much <laughs> that I couldn't, oh. couldn't get past it but... For the most part, I mean, the movie's just so good that, like, you almost forget about it. Okay. Well, then. <laughs> Number seven for yeah. you. Um, for me, I have a Genius uh, Kanye trilogy. Yeah. Uh, the only document... No, it's the, the one of two documentaries that are in the, the top ten. Mm. But uh, this was one... Like, I'm a big fan of Hoop Dreams. And I feel like that's a, a style you don't get a lot in the modern documentary where it's actually just like the footage of somebody in a period of time and documenting what they're trying to achieve. Most of the documentaries you get these days are like talking heads, reflective, with some footage interspersed, but it's usually um, more of a, a conversation aspect. Mm. And I really loved how thorough this was and how like into the moment we were watching um 
like some of the most legendary music of the 21st century get made. Yeah. I want to I want to jump on and talk more but this movie's on my list later on so I guess I'll talk about it more then. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um okay, and then number 6 for me, god, my list is so ridiculous. Uh Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. What? It's a movie I mean you you heard me talking about Ambulance and how much I loved it. I yeah. I love this movie. Like I I'm just such a huge fan of something I think has been lost the like the big uh, like movie star over the top like way too into itself blockbuster like I love big blockbusters that really go for it and it was such a cool thing we had in like I feel like the 2000s like I love so many of these blockbusters that came out in the 2000s that are like maybe people don't think of aged well but like I grew up with them and like so they they still are awesome to me. The movie's like The Mummy, you know? Um, yeah. I just love movies that really go for it and have a sense of style and pacing and are cut together to be pure entertainment um, while also having just like, not like super deep characters or anything, but like interesting characters. Like people like I find interesting and I want to follow and root for. It's the kind of stuff I think the Fast and Furious movies do really, really well. And this to me is the closest thing we've got to a Fast and Furious movie outside of Fast and Furious. Like, so the fact that like I was getting that energy from Jurassic World while watching it, I was just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, I was like scooting closer and closer to TV. I was so excited that like <laughs> I had found a movie that was doing what I want blockbusters to do and they seemingly never do anymore. Like again, earlier, like so many blockbusters now feel like sullen and like dark and like social commentary, like all this stuff, like Jurassic World, like none of that's happening. Like it's just consumed with itself and like it's really ridiculous plot and it's really ridiculous villain <laughs> and his really ridiculous plan. Like it's so, it's just so fun. Like I, I appreciate the style of it and the fact that um, I, I feel like such beauty and depth is found just in that style and being committed to something like that and having characters that like I just want to watch and be a part of it doesn't need to be this big statement about the world it just like becomes uh, it's just a piece of art like it's just so cool to see a movie that's just committed to what it's doing and I I was enthralled by it I I mean we're gonna be on opposite ends of the spectrum with this one because you're number six and what you're saying you want and don't want yeah I'm on the other end of it because my number six is the Batman, which I'm pretty sure you hated. I didn't hate it. And but it's it's the opposite of everything that you want yeah. from uh like it is like social commentary on the world. It is sullen and dark with like rays of hope in there, but ultimately like it's kind of like uh a little like more bitter mm-hmm. when it comes to the human condition. Right. And I like got a kick out of that that it was a lot more of a a cinematic and literary approach. Um where like Nolan's Batman movies, like Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises did a good job of like leaning more um like it's still blockbuster, yeah. but they had more of that like auteurness about them. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I feel like Matt Reeves went like even more into like a tone and style and aesthetic over what Nolan did. Um, to where like, I feel like if you look at the Batman compared to say, what's the one with Mr. Freeze, <laughs> Batman and Robin, don't, don't bad Batman mouth. and Robin, don't bad mouth, Batman and Robin. Uh, and it's like Batman and Robin's like the, like big blockbuster, like style movie, uh-huh. very much in your vein, something that you love where the Batman is much more auteur. And I think when you look at those as like extremes, you can see the way that the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, even Batman Begins, is a little more in the middle between them. Sure. Um, But I really liked the Batman feeling even more auteur to me. Yeah. For the record, I don't necessarily like... And from the get-go, I'm not just, like, hating a movie if it is Solon, if it is social commentary. I just don't think it's often done very well. So, like, anytime I see a movie, like, going down that path, I get a little antsy, and I'm usually correct in the way it goes. You want to have fun. (laughs) You want to be happy. I I guess, but, like, I appreciate a movie that that does all that stuff. Like, I, I love Rogue One, and to me, Rogue One is, like, pretty sad fucking movie (laughs) like i don't mind something that goes for something in that vein um but you are correct that like i do like having fun i I feel like my relationship with movies is like i've always watched them with people and i've always have a lot of fun with a movie that like livens up the crowd a little bit um so like i i feel like that energy i'm always kind of looking for that makes sense we also reached our time limit so all right, so this is a two-part episode, we're thinking? Yeah, we're coming back with the top five movies of 2022. That's probably what we should have done in the first place. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> um, okay, is, do we have anything else to say? We, we probably shouldn't be allowed to say anything else. No, I think that's I think that's it. You know, we'll have a Patreon with ad-free episodes, so if you want to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon slash film, or dot com slash film classes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, please support us but until then do we have a sign off no we'll figure it out okay we'll figure it out that's the sign off <laughs>